Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Kind of funny that I'm the one who's ended up driving, isn't it? Ooh, hey, is that a police convoy? It's getting dark. I'm driving my own erstwhile captors north. To a town where they hope to find a weapon of mass murder in service to an outlawed god. I am close to laughter, strangely, not to tears. It's ridiculous. These people snoring behind me are ridiculous. Their trust in me, again, ridiculous. I can't wait to get home and tell someone about this grand, absurd adventure I had on the other side of the border. To sit down amongst my friends in the office and gossip and hear them burst out laughing and tell me what a lucky break I had not to end up dead or worse. For once in my life, I feel armed against you, in particular. Like, I could call you up and say... Dad, I was hijacked on the river road by a couple of renegades, but it's all right. And for as long as I needed, you'd stopped grifting, stopped threatening and working your angles, and just let me talk. Paige, that's incredible. Paige, I can't believe this happened to you. Then I remember what's waiting for me at home. What's waiting for me in the grand glass offices across the water. And I think the most awful thing in the world would be if I came back now and nobody realized that I'd been missing. These are the salt verses. And, rather loudly dozing across the back seat, these are our disciples, in order of their arrival. Lucille Valentine, 
Maeve de Bruyne, B. Nahr, and Gordon Houston. Written by John Ware and produced by Muna Hassan. Audio production by Sammy Holden. Stop that. You've been asleep all day. I could have driven us off a cliff. I think it's nice that we feel so safe around you. How are you doing, Faulkner? Still hurts. Figures. Where'd all these cars come from? This is the border junction. It gets busy here. East on the main roads... That'll take me home into the Linger Straits. North takes you further upriver. There's a service station on the other side of the carriageway. Looks like a restaurant, too. I'll, um, see if I can call a cab to come pick me up. Paige, you can keep the car. We'll make our own way north from here. That's okay. I don't know if I'm going to keep it. Besides, there's a few scratches which I'm not sure I'll be able to explain. It's yours. What will you do? I'm still under contract. I need to get back to work, report in, call my dad, and let him know I'm safe. If you need to call the police, we'd appreciate it if you gave us a little time. I can try. Well, thank you then. For everything. (sighs) All right. Do you have any money left, Faulkner? Hmm, a little lot. That's fine. When the petrol runs out, we'll need to... Do you want to get dinner? Hello there! Welcome to the Chitterlings Chapel, faithful feeders! We'll be your humble host of hogs. Table for three, please. Whether you're slurping down a delicious bowl of oxtail soup tucking into a Chitterlings cheeseburger, or simply enjoying our triple-dunked fries, you're sure to find what you're looking for at the Chitterlings Chapel. Table for three, please. Looks like you're in a party of three. Please feel free to collect your menus from my belly, then follow the flashing lights on the floor until they lead you all the way to stable 29. When you're ready to order, simply press the red button and tell your humble host of hogs your choices. We can't wait to serve you up a feast. Uh, this way. Welcome to your stable, faithful feeders. If you check your menus, you'll find a collection of fill-in-the-prayer marks for the children, as well as a short hosanna to the chitterling. Prostate yourself before the neon hog, located close to the bathrooms, for a full belly and a settled hunger. Put a coat over it or something. Today is the day of emergence, and today's special dish 
is a rack of whole hog ribs with the chitterling secret sauce. Thank you for doing this, Paige. That's all right. After what we've been through, the least I can do is send you on your way with full stomachs. And looking at the menu, possibly some IBS on the side. Wait, what did the pig say? What day is it? It's, uh, the day of emergence, isn't it? Second week of dwindlings. Carpenter, it's... Yes. Yes, it is. Do they have seafood? Back of the menu. All right. We're doing this. Three orders of crab. And we need something to toast with as well. Get a tea kettle. Tell the thing. What's going on? It's the day of the Fiddler Crab's Feast. Tell the thing, Faulkner. Uh, we would like three scuttle buckets and uh, a kettle of Popper's psychotropic tea with three glasses. The Chitterling thanks you for your humble plea. While he considers your fate, would you like some scratchings? No, thank you. It's one of our holy days. A very holy day. It's auspicious as we approach the weathers and the mark of the wither tide. Auspicious is what it is. And you're so sure it'll be waiting for you in Bellwethers? You're wither tide? The trawler man's current bearer song. And he's taken good care of us so far on this pilgrimage. Now that's one interpretation. Well, hello there, faithful feeders. The Chitterling has asked me to report back that he does not require a fleshy sacrifice from your stable today, and you are free to pick up your food from Furnace Hatch 5. Thank you, and happy eating! I'll go. I'll go. You two just take it easy. Imagine you'll be glad to see the back of us. I've never been to the Linger Straits. Is it nice? Parts of it are, yes. I heard they have electronic mail up there. If you're working for the right company, you might. If you're regular people, you need to go to one of the internet cafes and pay for it. Offer up a Hasana to the wire-bitten child who crawls beneath the floor. They tried rolling it out over here a few years back, didn't they? It didn't take off. The same prefers radio, and she's everything down here. I think they still have a church in Glottage for the wire-bitten child. Carpenter told me she saw them once. Prophets stood out front, cables all dangling from the Ross welts in their arms, coiling about their necks, trying to hand out pamphlets. She said they look stupid. Anyway, you get used to it, don't you? I honestly don't know if I can go back home, Faulkner. I wasn't happy with my life when I left it. I still don't think I'm happy with it. I try to think about 
stepping back into my own shoes, heading back to the office and picking everything up where it was left off, and and I just can't see it. It's like standing on a cliff's edge, willing yourself to take a step forward. You could stay with us. But then I'd be complicit, wouldn't I? In all of your heresies and all of your crimes. You'd be a part of something. Alright, just pass those out. This doesn't actually smell too bad, you know? So, we're commemorating the day when Catabasian Fleck had led his people deep into the Delta and they were summoned by their enemies in the river mists. And day after day, the waters weren't producing any fish or lobster no matter how hard they tried. Which meant they were beginning to starve from hunger. Many of the Trollerman's people were beginning to lose their faith, asking why the river had forsaken them. So Fleck told his followers, wait an hour and then find me at the water's edge then strode away into the white mist without turning back. Well, they were obedient, so they waited. And an hour later they went looking for him. Fleck had gone to the troller man, asked for a gift to be given, offered a gift in return. His body was being picked clean, down to the bones, by hundreds of swarming river angels, fiddler crabs and sucking, leeching limpets, And his disciples began to grieve before they remembered his final message and understood that the river had accepted Fleck's sacrifice in exchange for the feast that would save them all. And so they ate and their bellies were filled and they lived on for another day. Nana would boil a whole swarming pot of crabs for Em and I, more than we could possibly eat. And we'd sit at the long table where we weren't normally allowed and heap the feast across a plate in the middle. Was that the way you did it, Faulkner? Well, I, uh, never had this growing up. And then when we got to the seminary, I only had a chance to do it once. There were a lot of sermons, and we had this kind of special broth. What was it crab broth? There's white stuff floating in it, and it might have been crab. No. No, that's no good at all, because what you do is, what what Nana used to do is, you sit around the table, and you take turns in breaking off a leg or a forearm, and you hand it to your neighbour, and you say, my flesh for your teeth. And then they take a morsel, and they pass it to their neighbour. Again, my flesh for your teeth. Go on, then. My flesh for your teeth. My flesh for your teeth. All right, and then... You can take the other stuff, the trimmings, and start to serve. Go on, tuck in. We used to do something similar in my house. We didn't exactly have a lot of faith to go around, but my parents used to make a big effort for the binding day of the Saint Electric. And my mom would spend hours baking the cake of the Saint caged in wire and glass, But my dad would be in charge of setting it alight, and he'd always use too much of the glaze. So the smoke alarms would go off, and they'd begin screaming at each other. Oh, we had that too. 
Dad would always buy the pre-made saint cakes, and they barely caught flame. But he was terrified they'd burn down our house. So he'd have the three of us standing by with a fire extinguisher, just barking instructions at us all the while. Be ready, be ready, she's about to go up. (laughs) Well, Nana Glass would always run a tight ship for the Fiddler Crabs Feast. She used to cater for gatherings of the faith back before the purges. So she knew how to make sure the crab flesh was properly tender and everyone had what they needed. And then, generally, when everyone was full and the plates had been cleared away, Nana would get Em and I to raise our glasses of psychotropic in a toast and we'd cry, Devlin! Drowned, dragged, delivered. That's meant to be Devlin, the high adjudicator? Devlin was the one who outlawed our people back in 08. It's so funny hearing that, because we learnt about him in school, even on the other side of the border. One of your national heroes. I mean, he regulated the faiths during the post-war era. He instituted the laws that cut down on unnecessary sacrifices. Oh, shit. He tore the inner territories apart. So the city folks in Glottage could continue doing exactly as they'd always done just with a shiny ribbon and a license. I mean, I was taught the same thing when I was in school about Devlin. It's only later when I came to the parish that I got to hear the harm that our people had suffered. Stop talking about our people, Faulkner. This isn't about you. But this is what's absurd, isn't it? We're talking about ancient history. Laws from 50 years back, long dead legislatures. They're accepting new faiths back into the canon all the time now. You just need to get your god's name on a petition and- Listen to her, Faulkner. Our god's name on a petition. Well, why shouldn't we be reasonable about all this, now that the peninsula is ready to hear our case? Why shouldn't we go through the proper channels? Why shouldn't they be allowed to get away with it? Carpenter, let's- Keep this quiet. My parents were dragged in shackles to the Saints Hydroelectric Dam a year after I was born. They were dragged there, they were sentenced, and they were tossed off the side into the churning waters. And the last words they ever heard were that they were to be devoured by something they did not understand. Because the dam was new and unconsecrated, and a god must feed, and these false faith renegades from deep in the fens made for the easiest sacrifices. I will not hear that the world is a better place than it was because now there's process. I won't and I can't. I'm calling peace between us. Devlin. Drowned. Dragged. Delivered. It's got a nice ring to it. Devlin, drowned, dragged, and delivered. You do know it doesn't mean anything if you don't believe in what you're saying. Carpenter. Devlin, drowned, dragged, delivered. I should go, shouldn't I? This is too weird. I'm not going to be able to explain this if anyone asks. So then you, as their hostage, enjoyed one final sit-down meal. And I don't want to overstay my welcome, after all. Might be for the best. We really are grateful to you, Paige, for coming with us all this way. Is there a toast you'd like to make? 
for farewells? I read about something once that I liked during the last war between your nation and ours. This was pre-regulation, of course, when they were rolling out the new gods, the chemical gods and the heaving iron cormorants and the propaganda gods that were dropped onto cities from above and the entire landscape was just choking in faith and nothing could be trusted not to shift. And when the soldiers met each other in the desperate and violated places and they didn't want to fight, they wouldn't dare speak the name of any god in their greetings or their goodbyes in case they called something down upon themselves. So instead, one of them would say, May your peace find you on a lonely road. And the other one would say, May your peace walk on with you for a while. Well, I've said it already, so no sense in doing it all over. I like that, too. Thank you again for everything. I'm sorry you've both been through so much. I really hope you can find a way forward that means no one else has to get hurt. I'll, uh, take care of the bill. Goodbye, Carpenter. Take care, Paige. Carpenter? Loss. You're getting crumbs everywhere. What? Oh. Sorry. Can we get out of here? Do you think? Take the tea with us? I'd like to be close to the river. The tone. Please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. I guess you're out. I thought you'd want to know. I took a few days off work. Nothing to worry about. I, I just needed a little air. It's actually a funny story. I, uh... Anyway, the important thing is I'm healthy, I'm well, and I'll be coming home soon. I haven't forgotten about Sam's graduation present. I'll get to it when I can. I haven't had a lot of time to think recently. I know you'll say that's being selfish, and I'm lucky. I do know that. I'm very, very lucky indeed. Anyway, everything's going to be okay, Dad. I just thought you'd want to know that. making you lose focus on the road? Don't let it end in a fireball when it could end in a flame-grilled rack of ribs fresh from our furnaces. Make a stop now at the Chitterling Chapel. This was always how I loved the river best when I was young. Sitting alone amongst the bulrush, out of sight, invisible, watching the currents rolling on. 
I'd stare into black waters and listen and dream. But you're not alone. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry I caused a scene back there. Honestly, Sister Carpenter, it was refreshing to see some fire in you when you came to speak of the faith. (laughs) I used to be very much like you, Faulkner. I was young, and I was fervent, and I thought I'd been chosen by the Troller Man to accomplish great and terrible things. To reshape the face of the world. I'm also sorry I said that the conversation wasn't about you. Yeah, that you can be sorry for. You can call it a compliment if you like, but I always forget that you converted. That you didn't have any of this to deal with growing up. It must be interesting, coming to our god fresh, without any of the entanglements. Oh, there's always entanglements. There's a car pulling up on the road back there. Wonder if that's coming to pick up Paige. I liked her. Sorry to see her go. Yeah. I liked her too. I don't think I want to get to Bellwethers, Faulkner. Ah, no you don't. And it isn't because I don't have the stomach for it. I don't think I feel the same way I used to. I don't feel like the Troller Man is talking to me anymore. And if he is, I can't understand what he's trying to say. It's like something's been stolen from me. And I can't tell if I should be grieving for it yet, because I don't know if it's coming back. I don't understand, but that's okay. Tonight made it worse, I think. You have these days, these moments of contentment with your own self that come more often now than they ever used to. Like tonight. The three of us just eating and talking. And that's when you think, maybe I can make it work. Maybe I can go on living amongst other people and remain myself and not feel alone or afraid. Maybe this was the real me, the one to whom life came easy and I've been working towards her all of this time. And every day will be as easy as this from now until the end. The more you think about it, the angrier you get, because then if it's all going to be all right now, then the pain that came before, it was for nothing. Back then, when you were young and you were hurting, you had a voice in your head that whispered words through the pain and with a close and intimate love that truly understood you. And it drove you onwards through the loneliness and all in all, it seemed like such a convincing case that it made you special. Your pain. It made you stand out from the dull creatures all around you. Life came easy to them because they were weaker and slower than you were. There was no mystery outside of that to consider. Then it went and left you, your pain, just like that, without looking back. And now that voice isn't speaking to you so much anymore, because now you're living, you're getting on with things, 
After that, it's only a matter of time before you start wondering if the voice in your head was anything at all. But just a comfort. Just the old, faithful scabbing around a wound that healed a very long time ago. Faulkner, do you honestly never have doubts about what we're doing? About where we're being led to? I'm not as simple as you like to make out, Carpenter. I keep on telling you that. <sighs> not a frothing fanatic, huh? Ah, that one didn't even bother me. But then you had to go and tell me I had no talent. You held an angel of the river at bay, Faulkner. I know you have talent. I've apologized twice already tonight. I'm not doing it a third time. I never had talent in anything else. That's the truth of it. When I found my God out in the woods, it was like finding the steps to the same dance everyone else seemed to already have figured out. When I speak to him, he listens. When I weave the words of his sacred speech, the water itself spins and courses according to a design that's mine. Mine alone. Nobody led me to him. Nobody taught me that I should follow him. We came to each other through our own winding paths. And now he's something I can use. Power's too small a word for how that feels. I'm glad you had that. Have that. But every step on the trawler man's path, it's going to come with a cost. You're right about that. What lies ahead, it's going to take its toll on both of us. What do you think lies ahead? I think I can lead our people, Carpenter. We're scattered, we're uncertain, we're still figuring out how we can strike at our enemies all around us. But in time, I'm allowed to prove myself by... I think I can be someone who leads us into the future undetermined. What if we took back the old territories, re-established ourselves, led the river out across the floodplains and retook the saints' dams and towers? You're allowed to laugh. No, I don't want to laugh. You do feel sorry, though, about what happened with the hotelier? There's others I feel sorrier for. Yeah, we've all got those. But a god must feed if we're to make use of it. I had it circling in my mind that I might have to kill you not so long ago. I didn't feel sorry about that, I can tell you. I thought you were weak and cynical and I figured the trawler man must have brought us together to deliver a message to me. To show me what I could end up turning into if I drifted from the righteous path. What do you think about his message now? When we get to Bellwether's Carpenter, if you make up your mind, you don't need to go on. I'll find the mark of the wither tide. I'll bear it home. Take the credit. And where will I go? Wherever you like. Where God isn't speaking to you anymore, you can find something different for yourself. You're not simple, Faulkner, are you? 
But you... You know how to hold... Faith. No matter what comes. And that's not an easy thing. Not at all as easy as everyone thinks. The steps, they come to you. You make it look... Simple. Like you're not even trying. And the funny thing is that I've been... Trying. For such a very long time. I think maybe that's why I hated you. I hated you too, Sister Carpenter. Repeat that for me, Felix. It's just come through to Central Records. Something's happened close to the northern border. A town called Bellwethers. They've declared it violated land. Evacuated residents in a 12-mile radius. Thought you ought to know. Thank you, Felix. You've been heard. I think it might be the same rogue god we're looking for. Don't you agree? Wind the windows down, Hayward. Turn the radio up. I want to feel something tonight. We're catching up. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.